Hello, you're listening to the Slow American English Podcast with Colleen. The goal of this podcast is to entertain you while boosting your English vocabulary. I will talk about a variety of topics, so sit back, relax, and thanks for listening. Hello, everyone, and Happy New Year! This is Season 2, Episode 35 of Slow American English. I am happy we have all survived 2020. I hope this year is excellent for everyone listening. I am sorry for my delay in publishing new episodes. I got a little bit lazy (laughs) over the holidays, but I'm back on track now, and I hope to post more often this year. As always, please let me know of any suggestions for topics you would like me to talk about. I'm happy to try to grant your requests. So, nerd alert! (laughs) Um, As most of you probably figured out by now, I am a huge nerd. For example, I would much rather be at home reading a book than be out at a concert or, I don't know, doing something cool. (laughs) But I am super competitive and for today's episode... I wanted to list my top five favorite board games to play. A board game, if you don't know, is a game that is usually played on a piece of cardboard or plastic. It usually has pieces you can move around this board, and the goal is to get your pieces to the end point on the board. Sometimes you are rolling a dice or sometimes you're spinning a wheel or drawing a card. In any case, I loved playing board games as a kid and now as an adult, I am totally down if anyone invites me to play. So, In no particular order, my first board game is probably the most famous board game in the world, Monopoly. (laughs) This game is a classic. Monopoly is a game where you try to build your wealth by buying properties and building houses on them. Everyone playing starts at the same spot on the board and rolls the dice. You move your piece the number of spots on the board that you rolled on the dice. When you land on a spot, if it hasn't already been purchased, you're able to buy it. If someone has already purchased that property, you will have to pay them a tax. There are also cards you can draw to give you additional benefits or additional taxes to pay. 
there is also a jail on the board where you might go if you draw the jail card. The way you win is by buying up all of the properties and making the other players go bankrupt or run out of money. The best part about this game is every lap around the board wins you an additional $200. (laughs) The next game I love is called Clue. It's a mystery game where by the process of deduction, you can guess who killed Mr. Body with what weapon and in what room of the mansion. I love this game because it's not a typical, you know, roll your dice and move your piece kind of game. It's all about trying to figure out who the murderer is. So before the game starts, you have three stacks of cards. One stack contains six murder suspects. One stack contains nine rooms. And the last stack contains the six possible murder weapons. You select one card from each stack at random, but face down so no one sees the cards. Those three cards are placed in an envelope and put underneath the board until the game is over. The remaining stacks are shuffled together and then dealt out to each of the players evenly. So each player has only some of the cards. So you have to try to figure out which cards your opponents have, and then you can figure out which cards are in the envelope. I guess I love this game because of the mystery of it. Every time you play, it's a different murderer with a different weapon in a different room. So it's always a surprise. The best part about this game is racing to figure out who the murderer is before the other players. The next board game I love is Candyland. (laughs) This game is super simple, but it was my favorite as a kid. All of the players start at the same spot on the board. You draw a card from the pile and move your piece to the next spot on the board with that corresponding color. Along the way, you're going on a journey through Candyland. Each section of the board is a different candy theme. You go through the peppermint stick forest, the gumdrop mountains, the molasses swamp, and more. Along the way, there are opportunities to get ahead on the board and also to fall behind. The best part of the game is imagining getting to actually eat all of the candy along the way. 
The next game on my list is Scrabble. I love this game because it's always a challenge. With Scrabble, you can play with up to four people, but in my opinion, it's better with just two. You each get to select seven wooden squares. Each square has a different letter on it, and each letter has different points. So the board is filled with squares that also have different points depending on where on the board it is. The object of the game is to get the most points by using your wooden letter blocks to spell words on the board. Only real words and correct spellings are allowed. You have to always connect your word with another word on the board. So you always have eight letters to work with. It can be really challenging because you never know what letters you will get. Sometimes the letters you have do not spell anything. And sometimes you can't remember how to spell a word. A misspelled word disqualifies your points. So you have to be smart to play the game. The best part of this game is when you challenge your opponents on the spelling or validity of their word. If you are correct, then your opponent loses the points and their turn. But if your opponent is correct, you will lose your turn. The next board game on my list is called Trouble. I am not sure if this game still exists, but I remember it being so much fun as a kid. Basically, it's a two to four player game. Each player is a different color. And your goal is to move your pieces completely around the board and get your pieces back to the start before the other players. You roll dice that tell you how many spaces you can move. If your next turn lands on a spot that is already occupied by another player, then the other player loses the spot and has to start back at the beginning. So that's the trouble. <laughs> the best part about this game is that the dice are enclosed in a clear plastic globe on the center of the board. When it's your turn to roll the dice, you get to push down on the plastic globe and then release it. The globe will sort of pop up, which then rolls the dice for you. <laughs> it was always really fun to roll the dice this way. So that is my list of my top five favorite board games. However, I do want to add another game as an honorable mention. I love the game Operation. This is technically not a board game, but it's similar, 
and so much fun to play. The entire board is sort of a box with a person on it. The person has different holes in them with different bones and objects inside the holes. You can use a small tweezer tool to try to remove the objects from the holes. So essentially, you are operating on the person, but you have to be very careful not to touch the sides of each hole. If you touch the sides with the tweezer tool, it will make a loud buzzing noise. At this point, you lose your turn. <laughs> so the goal of the game is to get the most objects out of the person without touching the sides of the holes. Sounds weird, I know. <laughs> If you want to see what I'm talking about, I'll put pictures on Instagram. Okay, so that's it for today. I would love to hear if you guys have played any of these games and which ones you like the best. Hopefully there will be more board game playing in 2021. Anyway, thanks again for listening and I will see you next time. Hey, it's Colleen. If you would like to give any feedback regarding the episode you just heard or any suggestions for future episodes, I would love to hear from you. You can contact me at slowamericanenglish at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at slowamericanenglish. If you enjoy what you hear, Please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks so much for listening.